Why, hello there! Audioverse welcomes you to Storytime Adventures. I'm Miss Michelle, and I invite you to travel with us through stories that teach important lessons along the way. Meet Seifer, our traveling book companion, and other adventuring young friends while we journey into stories that teach the importance of forming good habits and making wise choices while we're young. So sit back, make yourself comfortable, and join us as we travel through each storytime adventure. Hi, Miss Michelle. Hi, Joshua. I decided to wait outside for you. Isn't it such a beautiful spring day? It sure is. I'm glad winter's finally over. Oh, me too. I wasn't sure it would ever end, but sure enough, spring is here. And look at these beautiful trellised flowers climbing up this wall. It had such a beauty to Storybook Manor. But enough of the beauty outside. Let's go on in where today's adventure awaits. So, Miss Michelle. You didn't tell us in our last episode which room we were going to this time. No, I didn't. I wanted to see if you'd recognize it when we entered the room. One of our other young friends came to the same room for an adventure. Well, here we are. Go ahead and open the door. Oh wow, this room is beautiful. I've never seen a room shaped like a dome. Wait, is that a stair ladder that reaches all the way to the ceiling? Yes. This is a very special stair ladder. We actually just finished building it right on time for today's story. I call it Peter's ladder. Peter, like the Peter in the Bible? Mm-hmm. The very same one. We've all heard of Jacob's ladder, but did you know that Peter had a ladder too? His ladder is found in Second Peter one four through seven. Come, take a look right here. That sure is one big Bible. Let's see. Verse four says, "Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust." Hmm. What does that say, Miss Michelle? It means that in the Bible, we are given promises that will help us form characters like Jesus. And Peter's letter, which is found in the following verses, verses five through seven. Outlines those steps that will help us form good and solid Christian characters. See, each stair on the ladder has a special virtue. A virtue? Okay, yes. Let's look up the meaning of virtue before we go on. Cipher, open up to the meaning of virtue. Cipher can be a dictionary too. Oh yes, Cipher can be many things. A dictionary, a map, a lexicon. He's chock full of information. Okay, here we go. Virtue: behavior showing high moral standards, moral excellence, goodness, righteousness. Oh, I think I figured out which room we're in. This must be the room of virtues that Claire visited. You guessed it. We are in the room of virtues. Go ahead and climb each step. And can you tell me which words are engraved? First is faith, then virtue. I know what that means now. Then knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, and charity. Hey, I'm up pretty high. And <laughs> just like that, you climbed all the virtues to the very top. 
All the stories that take place in this room of virtues will be stories with important lessons that help shape and build our characters. So our story time adventure today must be teaching us an important character virtue. Yes, come on down and let's find out what it's going to be. Seifer, open up to today's story. Now hold on tight, Joshua, because here we go! Oh, look, Miss Michelle, there's a house up ahead. And there's a guy coming down the road. <sighs> I can't believe this. <sighs> he makes me so mad my blood is boiling. The nerve of that guy. I wish I could just knock him to the ground. Whoa, who is that, Miss Michelle? He looked pretty angry. Uh, that's actually Will, the main character in today's story. Didn't you say this was supposed to be some sort of character virtue adventure? Like on good virtues? <laughs> then why is the main character so angry? <sighs> I'm not sure. I guess we'll have to go inside to find out what happened that made him so heaping mad. <laughs> Come along, listening friends. Let's go on inside and get to the bottom of this. I call today's story, Coals of Fire. Will came home from school so angry. His mom took one look at his face and knew that something bad had happened at school. Will, what happened? Ugh, Mom, remember me telling you about that one bully at school named Carter? Well, he was picking on the little kids again today at recess until I couldn't stand it anymore. So I went to Carter and told him, Look, Carter, you really need to stop bullying these kids, okay? And do you know what Carter did, Mom? He punched me right here in the face. He said, if you think you're so good, then let's see you defend these boys. Come on, give it to me. So what did you do, Will? Mom, I walked away. What was worse is that when I started to walk away, they all started laughing at me, and Carter called me a wimp. It was the hardest thing I had ever done because you know I am no wimp and I am so much stronger than Carter is. I really could have taken him out with one blow. Will's mom hugged her boy with the silent prayer of thanksgiving. You see, Will had always struggled with a temper problem. She had prayed so much for him and had made him promise her that in that split second when he would feel his temper beginning to flare up, that he would make a choice right then and there to surrender it to God and remain in control. And he had done that. Even when he had been punched in the face, Will had been able to control his temper and walk away. Look, Will, I know that everything inside of you right now wants to respond just like Carter did. But I say, try something different. How would you like to heap coals of fire on Carter's head? Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the coals of fire that the Bible mentioned, right? You got it. Remember the pastor talked about it in his sermon last week? I think it was found in uh, Romans 12, I believe. Yes, here it is. Romans 12, 20. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. 
for in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Uh, but honestly, Mom, I'd rather just punch him. I don't want to be nice to that guy. Well, I understand. No one said it's going to be easy. In fact, some of the things that the Bible tells us to do are outright difficult, like what he tells us in Matthew 5.44. Love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who despitefully use you and persecute you. I mean, who naturally loves their enemies? I know I don't. But that's why we need God's help. Because we definitely can't do this on our own. Well, God will have to help me because I don't even want to be near him. But, okay, I'll try. I'll try to look for those coals this week. The next day, Will came home from school looking even more dejected. Some of the guys at school had joined Carter and had teased Will mercilessly for being a wimp and not fighting back. Mom could see the struggle in Will's face and prayed that God would grant her son strength and an opportunity to test and prove that God's words and ways were true. Well, her prayers were soon to be answered. A school picnic was coming up in a week, and the perfect opportunity was about to present itself. Hmm, I wonder what's going to happen at the picnic to Will and to Carter. Will Will really get a chance to keep those coals of fire? We'll find out after the short break. Hey parents, we know that you love stories just as much as your kids. So we want to tell you about a whole website filled with stories for you too. Journeys Unscripted is a place where you can hear real stories told by real people who have experienced the power of God in their lives. You'll find stories of victory, of courage, of hope. If you're looking for answers, needing inspiration, or longing for something deeper, take a walk with these individuals on their unscripted journeys, and you just might meet the divine author who wants to write your story too. Visit journeysunscripted.com today. And now, back to our story. It was a beautiful day for a picnic. The picnic area was surrounded by meadows and trees and had a swiftly flowing river with a beautiful bridge that immediately became the main attraction. There were plenty of teachers around, so Carter didn't dare bully any of the younger boys. And he and Will stayed as far away from each other as possible. So Will found himself really enjoying the day. Carter's younger sister, Heather, had come along. And you could just tell that he adored his little sister. In fact, she seemed like the only person he truly actually loved. They were up on the bridge, throwing rocks into the river, when all of a sudden, everyone heard Carter scream. Help! Help! Heather's in the water! She fell in! She can't swim, and I can't either! Somebody save her! Save her, please! Even while the words were coming out of his mouth, everyone saw Will racing for the water's edge, throwing off his shirt as he ran. He kicked off his shoes and dived into the river. 
Will was an excellent swimmer. He was on the swim team at school and had won quite a few races. But the river was very deep where Heather had fallen and the current was very strong and it was sweeping her away quickly. With all the skill, strength, and technique he could muster, Will swam his hardest towards Heather, who had gone under the water again. He saw her bobbing up again to the surface, and with strong kicks and broad strokes, he finally reached her and grabbed her by her long, blonde hair. All of a sudden, he heard a sound that made his heart hammer in his chest. It was the sound of a waterfall. The river that they were in right now ended with the waterfall, and from the sound of it, they were getting closer and closer by the second. If Will didn't make it to the water's edge soon, they would both go over that waterfall and fall to their deaths on the rocks at the bottom. God, you've got to help me. I can't do this on my own. With an urgent prayer in his heart for renewed strength, Will began swimming toward the shore, one arm firmly striking the water and one arm holding Heather by the hair, who was by now unconscious. He heard the teacher shouting his name and he saw that they had thrown a rope into the water just before the waterfall. Could he reach it in time? With a burst of strength, Will headed for the rope. He reached it just in the nick of time and clung to it desperately with all the remaining strength he had. A few seconds more and he would have been too late. The teachers dragged both him and Heather onto the grassy banks and began working diligently to revive them. Will, being the stronger one, revived first. How's Heather? Did she make it? There was no answer as the teachers earnestly continued their efforts. Carter was in a complete frenzy at this point, screaming, crying, begging, throwing himself on the ground. God, please save her. Will begged God in his mind. One more mighty effort on the teacher's parts, and suddenly Heather was coughing and spluttering. Cheers erupted from everyone who had been silently watching and praying. Carter's face was white and tear-streaked as he hugged his sister. The teachers immediately loaded Will and Heather in cars to take them home. When Will got home, he asked the teacher if he could go in alone. Will opened the door and walked in. Will, why are you all wet? What what happened? Are you hurt? Mom, I'm fine. But, but what happened? Tell me. With tears in her eyes, Mom listened as Will told her the whole story. She hugged her boy close. Will, that was an unbelievably brave and dangerous thing to do. Mom, I was going after those coals, just like you told me to do. Mom 
had to laugh through her tears. I think you're the first boy ever to go after coals in a river. The next day, Carter came to Will's house along with every boy that had seen him hit Will and who had also taunted him. He knelt in front of Will. Will, I don't even know what to say except to tell you how truly sorry I am for my behavior. I will be the first to admit that I am the member. I am the coward. I pick on other people to feel better about myself and punched you to try to make you fight. I want to get you in trouble too, but you walked away with a courage that I couldn't understand. I understand it now though. You are the bravest person I have ever seen. You faced death without fear and saved my little sister. You rewarded my evil with kindness. I'm so ashamed of myself and beg for your forgiveness. Thank you for saving a life that was truly worth saving more than mine. Will forgave him and the other boys with a generosity and graciousness that filled his mother's heart with the deepest joy. How grateful he now was that he had followed his mom's wise advice instead of what he wanted to do. Wow, this cult of fire thing sure works. Being kind to someone who's done you wrong burns much worse than fire itself. I guess you can never go wrong by turning the other cheek and following what the Bible says. Miss Michelle, what Will did was really brave. I can't believe he risked his own life to help Carter. He could have died while saving the sister of his enemy. You know, turning the other cheek in this situation was definitely a risk. But you know what impressed me so much is that Will chose to do this, even though the week had progressively gotten worse, with more and more boys teasing him. I mean, he could have decided, you know what? Forget it. And just decided to fight it out with Carter to prove that he was stronger. It would have been easier. It definitely would have been. But Will was willing to be patient and try it God's way. You see, whenever we choose to follow what the Bible says and choose God's way above our own, we can never go wrong. I'll try to remember that whenever I'm faced with a difficult decision. I really want to try things God's way too. Yeah, me too. So I actually composed a scripture song for this episode from Romans 12:20 and Matthew 5:44. My friend Geraldine in Hawaii created the accompaniment for me. Would you like to learn it? Yeah. Alrighty then. On to the studio. Jesus said, love your enemies and do 
fun song, Miss Michelle. Thanks for teaching it to me. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you, Joshua and listening friends, for coming to visit me at Storybook Manor. Make sure to stay tuned for our next story here on Storytime Adventures. <laughs>